When we hold on to grievance and pain from the past, we keep ourselves from being able to really move into our fullest expression of self. We need to practice forgiveness from the soul recovery perspective, dissipating the energy and releasing the past for good. If you're interested in this profound transformation, I invite you to join me in Colorado the weekend of June 8th and 9th to have an incredible experience with others on this same soul recovery journey. Two full days of immersion in the soul recovery process where you will indeed leave transformed. You will be able to truly let go of these old pains and step into a new way of being. Check out the show notes for a coupon code and how to register. We're on the back end of the holidays and into the new year. And for this first episode of season four, I'm reflecting on having my kids home for the holidays, how soul recovery has really helped me to be present with them and my husband in new and different ways, healthy ways, happy ways, allowing whatever is good times and even the hard times. I hope you enjoy the episode. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recover Your Soul podcast, a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. I started Recover Your Soul after having profound changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism, control addiction, and codependency. I was guided to share the tools and principles of spirituality and soul recovery to help others transform their lives as mine was transformed. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first turn the attention to ourselves, focusing on inner change. Positive results in our lives will follow. As a spiritual coach, I can support you on your path to make deep and real changes that will bring you a life of peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. Visit the website recoveryoursoul.net to book coaching sessions, read the blog, listen to some of my original music, and subscribe to receive email updates. I think of Recover Your Soul as a community. Follow us on social media, join the private Facebook group, and even our monthly soul recovery support group on Zoom to support each other and connect. For an extra episode each week and to support the podcast, become a Patreon member or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul. Welcome to 2023 and the fourth season of the Recover Your Soul podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being a community member. Thank you for being part of my life. I am so honored to be part of your life. So thank you so much for being here for this new season of the Recover Your Soul podcast. I've been reflecting a lot on this journey for me in Recover Your Soul. When I started this podcast in May, I believe it was, of 2020, I really had no idea what it was going to be. And if any of you have been oh so kind as to listen to those first episodes, the sound quality is horrendous because I just used my voice memo on my phone and didn't even edit the episodes or even know how to do quality recordings. I hadn't gotten there yet. I was just being led and guided to share my story, my recovery story, my spiritual recovery story, my emotional recovery story, which I now call soul recovery. And it's just such a blessing to 
be growing this community where we are finding each other. I believe so strongly that if you are listening right now, you are guided and directed by your higher power to be here. That something, someone, some search, some way, whatever it is, that guidance that brings you here into this community, into listening to my voice so that I can be a conduit of higher power to share with you healing, to share with you turning the attention to ourselves and reconnecting with this source, with this source of love and healing all of that that has hurt us from the past. And many of you have come in a lot of different ways. Maybe you found me from a word search and it was spirituality or recovery or Al-Anon or the title of one of the episodes ended up being what you were looking for. I am just so grateful that this community continues to grow and thrive, and I would have never known in May of 2020 that I'd be sitting here today able to work full-time doing this, that I would have become an ordained minister, that I would be speaking at spiritual centers almost every Sunday, that you would be connecting with me and trusting me on your soul recovery process as your spiritual coach, and that the podcast would have as many listens as it does and that it continues to grow. It's really testament to just following one tiny little step at a time, just trusting that you are being guided and directed to your greatest good. And I have such gratitude just thinking as I come up on five years of sobriety, how much different my life is. And just to reflect kind of quickly, I'm sure I'll do something when I come on my five years sobriety. But that Christmas before I got sober, I remember was One of those Christmases where you want it to be good, but it was so tense and everybody was drinking and there was so much stress uh, coming in. We were just trying to just hold on and make that one day just be as good as it could with the fear that it would all fall apart. Everybody lived here at that time. The boys both lived here. Bodhi lived in the house with us, and and Alex at that time lived with his then-girlfriend. And I just remember the, the stress of that moment of trying to just hold it together <laughs> and that I couldn't trust at that point in my life that there would be anything else. It had been so hard and so dark for so long. And when I look now and I think, wow, how far I've come in my ability to be present in any situation and my ability to feel comfortable. One of the things that I say soul recovery is offering is that we can learn how to be okay, even when those around us aren't okay. And that's a major lesson for so many of us. I know it was my biggest lesson for finding my own happiness. Do you enjoy listening to the podcast commercial free? I know I am so glad that at this point I can continue to do that for you. And one of the reasons why is because this is a self-supporting podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being part of the community. The way that you can help support this podcast and community is by going to the website and pressing the donate button, whatever feels right to you. Each donation makes such a big difference and really helps. The other way that supports the podcast 
podcast, but mostly is here to support you is to book coaching sessions with me. I can help you with spiritual coaching, with life coaching, whatever it is on your soul recovery journey that is going to help lead you to your best and truest and most fulfilling you. I want to help you release all that that no longer serves you, to let go of the past, to open up to new ways of being, releasing all those old patterns and discovering the truth of who you are. Go to the website and book a session. There is a discount code for your first session in the show notes. And I really love working with you on your soul recovery journey because together we can do the work that will recover your soul. Now back to the episode. As we had Christmas this year, Alex and Bodie came from California, and we had originally planned for them to come a Wednesday evening to a Monday night with Christmas being being over the weekend. And there was that huge freeze that was going to hit the country, and it was going to start to snow right in Denver, right at the time that they were supposed to land. And so I was able to book a Southwest Airlines flight earlier in the day, and they were able to come in substantially earlier on Wednesday. And I remember just being so grateful for that extra half day that we had together because I already felt like it was going to be a short visit anyway. And I had done an episode on the Friday bonus episodes that was around preparing yourself for family, getting ready to have people in town, how to mentally prepare yourself for the stress that ends up happening with family. And I remember thinking in that episode when I was speaking that I was speaking to you, but more I was speaking to me. And in each of these episodes, I haven't figured everything out. I'm not somebody who is without problems. I still am working on myself. This podcast is really a reflection of my journey, my life that came from being an alcoholic, came from being a codependent, came from being an untreated Al-Anon, came from my own inner self that needed everything around me to be okay. I had what I call control addiction, but really it was control issues that I wanted to try to make everybody be okay so that I could be comfortable, so that I could relax. And that was never happening. So I was never relaxed. And so this journey of soul recovery has been something that I'm sharing with you. It is my ongoing process. I am still working it. Believe me, I am still working it. But when I look back to that Christmas five years ago, compared to this Christmas this year, I can reflect on how much has happened in my life internally and then is reflecting outward into my life that is creating substantially positive changes in my life for those around me, for my family, for my friends. And I can't be more grateful for how different it felt from that Christmas to this Christmas. And it was a very real Christmas. They came in a little bit early and I was already preparing myself for the knowledge that it was going to be real, that we have Uh, These adult men who go back and forth between using and not using, that go back and forth from being okay to not being okay, they are being actual human beings who are trying to figure it out. And I'm in this process of 
allowing them to be exactly who they are. I'm practicing all the principles that I share with you. I'm practicing giving my advice when asked, like the last episode, versus inserting my opinion constantly, which is what I used to do. I'm practicing allowing them to just be whoever they are and to not try to manipulate or mold all of our relationships. I'm practicing the ability for me to take care of myself in situations, to know when I need to step out, know when I need to be quiet, know when I need to speak up, and allowing the situation to be whatever it is and being uncomfortable sometimes, being okay with it being uncomfortable. So I knew coming into this trip that I wanted to have not where I used to do expectations, but where I'm setting an intention for myself, not an intention of how I want everybody else to be, but an intention of how I wanted myself to show up. Who did I want to be? And what I love about soul recovery is in this self-reflection, And the releasing of control of anything outside of ourselves, I say it over and over, I'll say it every episode, we have no control over any person, circumstance, thing, situation, whatever it is outside of ourselves. The only thing we can control is us. And when we hand that control over to somebody else by saying, if you'll be happy, if you can be okay, if the situation is perfect, then I can finally be okay, then we don't even have control over ourselves. So we're taking our power back and we're controlling our responses. We're controlling our emotions. We're allowing our emotions. We're allowing ourselves to feel. We're allowing ourselves to be in it and not be responsible for everybody else who is in it. So the kids came early, which was great. And, and there was some of the juggling that needs to happen that when you have a family members that haven't been around for a while, the, the just sort of juggling of how personalities are, what is the situation going to be like, we're putting four adults back into a small space where they don't really have their own personal private spaces and everybody unpacks all their stuff. And it's like a big Jack in the box where everything just it all falls out all over everything. And my word that I had given myself before the trip was I wanted to be flexible. I wanted to be flexible and I wanted to be relaxed and I wanted to be content. And so what I loved was that I knew that there was going to be some rough edges. And in expecting rough edges, rather than being afraid of rough edges, I feel like it allowed for the unfolding of whatever was going to happen in the situation. Alex and Bodhi were sweet enough to sit down with me and record an episode that will be on the Friday bonus episode this week. So if you're interested in hearing that and you're an Apple podcast subscriber or Patreon member, that will be on Friday. And if you want to hear it and you're not one of those, I would love for you to support the show and be able to get that extra bonus episode each week. It was a really poignant conversation with them about us learning to allow each other to be who we are. And especially when you have a family like ours that loved each other so much, but had so much dysfunction for so many years, we're slowly 
but surely breaking those patterns with consistent small changes, consistent awarenesses, consistent working on all of our parts to better our relationships with each other, to better our communication as a family. And I could really see that happening on this trip. One of the things that Rich and I agreed on before they came was we were going to allow them to just be who they are, where they're at. And even though I don't drink, I've quit saying Rich is sober as well, because that is his journey to have. And to my understanding, he is still not drank since he made that commitment coming back from Mexico. But again, I'm taking my responsibility for myself since my understanding is that we have a sober home as our general living, and I am a sober person, we can get caught up in saying, you're going to come here and there's going to be nothing here at this house. You can't drink or do anything at this house. And, and if that is what feels right in your environment, do what feels right for you. Again, I love in soul recovery that there isn't a one size fits all model. This is really about us having clarity of what is right for our spiritual development, for our comfort, for our growth, letting go of control of others, and also having flexibility, but clarity of what we need. Now, in my life, in my sobriety, having been sober almost five years, I don't have any part of me that is tempted by being around smoking pot or drinking or whatever it is. I wouldn't want to do that. I'm so happy in my life where I'm at right now that it doesn't tempt me. But for some other people, they may be tempted. So in our situation, what we decided was we wanted to just be with our kids. And we know that in their regular world that they live in, their lives are not unmanageable by their use, that they're out working and having their jobs, being young people. And we wanted them to just come to our house and be comfortable. And so the boys asked if it would be okay if they smoked pot in the garage and if they drank in the house. And we said that would be fine. What I watched is that side of me that can get scared. And there was never anything out of control. They were always respectful. They weren't completely checked out. Um, They were definitely, you know, relaxed. (laughs) to say the least. And we joked a lot about it and laughed a lot about it and learned how to kind of, kind of poke fun at it. But it didn't feel like it was over the top for me. And so for me, what I just wanted was I wanted them to be able to just relax into themselves. Another reason why this works for me is because I actually trust that This is part of their young adult life and that we talk so much about it and using and being sober and what does that look like and and doing soul recovery, even if they're using that my trust is that they're not falling into a deep pit. But again, what I stress is this is our family. So I want to emphasize that I'm speaking for myself and for our family and what what is working for us is I need to allow them to have their own journey so that when they make their choice, 
they're making it for them in a long-term way that is what they want instead of feeling shamed or disappointed by us. Rich and I talk about this all the time. I'll go back and think about the fact that I didn't get sober 100% till I was 48 years old. And that is a substantial deal that there was years and years and years and years where I moderated or I tried to control or I quit for a while and then I didn't. And would I love for my kids to not have to go through that? Do I wish for them to have it different? Of course I do. Of course I do. But it's not mine to force or to push or to make them feel shameful of. I'm going to be much more successful allowing of whatever boundaries feel appropriate and right to me so that they can come to me and share what's going on with them and I can support them in a way that is healthy and correct for me. So with all that said, and that they're in their arena hanging out with us and having beers and going off into the garage, we had 99% of the trip was fantastic and had this ability for us just to be together and everybody was relaxed and we were able to have deep conversations and and have them really share what was really going on in their lives with us, with us learning how to be better at just listening and not giving a ton of unsolicited opinions and just be with them and allow them to decompress and allow them to relax and allow them to choose what we watched almost and find ways to connect. We did a ton of art projects, which I just loved so much. There were models out making cars. We did resin coasters with all of the stickers and art that go with the company that they work for that Alex has designed all this, these graphics for I found shrinky dinks in my art studio from when they were kids. We did shrinky dinks. I just love that we found ways to connect that were um, creative and fun and we laughed a lot and we just enjoyed each other's company. And I think that if I had been all caught up in trying to have them mold themselves into the world in which I live now, they wouldn't have been comfortable. And then what ended up happening that we were so happy to get that half day at the beginning of the trip, as you know, because probably a lot of your family and friends were affected by this too. Southwest had the huge blowout of the storms making their whole system shut down or whatever happened in terms of their getting their planes to where they needed to go. And the kids were supposed to leave Monday night and flights were canceled canceled, canceled, canceled. So the first flight that we could get them out and back home wasn't until Friday. And so they stayed an extra four days. Real stuff happened during that time. There was a a conversation that happened where Alex was really feeling the loss of a lot of his childhood things that I got rid of, toys that I thought that he was grown up now. and, And he was able to feel his feelings and express his anger. And I was able to hear him and I was able to look him in the eyes and share the truth of being really sorry instead of defending and allow him to go through that process. And there was a situation where Rich got upset and they worked through it 
They worked through it. And in the midst of all of it, I could feel that I've changed so much in my ability to be present with what's happening around me without taking on everyone's emotions, feeling like I'm responsible for everyone's emotions, that I'm responsible for their happiness. And I could allow myself to notice when I was feeling discomfort. I could allow myself to take care of myself, breathe, go do a meditation. I came out here to my studio, did some work, did some journaling. I did the soul recovery tools and it ended up being, again, every time we're together, better than the last time, more connecting than the last time. And I watch myself as a human being who had these two children, separating away from that attachment to being their mom and reconnecting with them as men and as spiritual souls. The other great thing that happened on this trip was that Rich and I stayed connected and that I did a much better job of not feeling like I'm supposed to be the referee or I'm responsible for everybody's interactions with each other. I just stayed in my lane and that allowed me to stay connected to my husband because he's my husband, not just the father of my children. And I'm just so pleased with how it all went. And the episode with the boys that will air on Friday was really touching with them sharing their own journey and their own desires to change their lifestyles in small ways to make changes for themselves that really come from inside of them. And when I, again, reflect on five years ago at Christmas to this time where we ended up with all these extra days, I wasn't walking on eggshells. I wasn't waiting for it to be over. I was just being in the moment. I was conscientious of loving them for exactly who they are right now and enjoying the moments that it was just at that moment and not bringing in a whole bunch of past and not being afraid of the future. It was probably the most in the moment and presence that I've been with the family, yet it continues to get better. It continues to grow. And so by the time we took them to the airport and made sure we actually went in with them to make sure that they got tickets so that we didn't drive away with them stranded at the airport, there was just so much love and appreciation for each other. And that's what I wanted. When I set my intention of what I wanted for the trip, that's what I wanted. And that's what I want for my life. And I think of 2023 and this upcoming year And I continue to have gratitude that I get to share with you my continued spiritual growth and development, my continued healing, because we're in this together. The reason why you have found this is because something relates in terms of how we can all come together and share our stories, share our experience, share our aha, share our pain. And in that, it gives us each permission to grow and be stronger, to be more connected to our spiritual self, to feel our feelings, to release all that that no longer serves us, to let go of the past and the pain from the past. We're in soul recovery together. And I just am honored 
to be in your ears right now, whether you're cooking or walking or cleaning or in the car. Thank you for allowing me to be in your life. I am so grateful. Until next time, namaste. Are you wondering, how do I go deeper on my soul recovery journey? Or how do I support this great podcast? Well, here's your call to action. If you're ready for real interchange and would like to work directly with me, visit the website and book a coaching session. I'm here to support you on your unique path. I'm here to help you let go of the past, to deepen your connection with higher power, whatever that is for you, and then to discover and step into a happy and healthy life of your making. You can also become part of the Soul Recovery community. One way is to join the support group. It's the first Monday of every month. It's on Zoom from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Time, and you can register on the website and get your Zoom link. It's the same link every month. We're also on social media. Of course, there's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and now even Insight Timer. Yes, lots of ways to connect. There is even a private Facebook group that will allow you for more communication and conversation about soul recovery with your community. If you'd like an extra bonus episode every Friday, you can become an Apple Podcast subscriber or choose your tier level of giving on Patreon. I'd also love all the listeners to subscribe on the website so that I can keep you informed on what's going on with the podcast, the community, with me, and anything that's up and coming and new and great about soul recovery. Also, if you just take a little bit of time and give me five stars, a quick review, share the podcast with friends and family, make sure you're subscribing however you listen to the podcast. We're helping even more people to have soul recovery in their lives. If this podcast is providing you spiritual nourishment and inspiration, thank you, thank you, thank you for going to the website, pushing the donate button, and giving whatever feels right to you. It means so much to me because I have this mission of sharing soul recovery with the world and your donations, your bookings, your subscriptions, everything that you do to be part of this community is making all that happen. Together, we can do the work that will recover your soul. The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.